Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the fifth. Uh, oh, darn if I know. Oh, no. darn if I Some kind of episode of our front step. You know what it is. I always say this. It's a chill podcast where we're just sitting here on the front step, our front porch. We're vibing, just chatting with a few friends, a friend each week, and we ask them uh, something, we talk about something that they've been up to or are interested in. I'm Zoe, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Emma, the other co-host, and I was really worried that when you began the podcast, you had forgotten the name of our podcast and not the episode. Okay, I might be a little tired today, but I wouldn't like forget i was nervous for a minute <laughs> oh no don't nervous. worry don't worry i got okay. this okay so we've guessed today on the step we've got olivia my buddy olivia yay welcome to the step gotta clear your throat yeah before this olivia and i were freaking belting 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 to the hairspray and hamilton soundtrack the two musicals that start with an h yes there's yes. probably more yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. We were supposed to be doing work, but instead we were singing we at the top of our lungs. So, okay. Um, I can confirm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, Olivia. Yes. Welcome to the step. Oh, thank welcome. you for having me. You've been here a few times, but tell us, how is the step? Oh, the light mm. that's illuminating the step tonight yeah, yeah. is like none other. Oh, the I moonshine. Mm. The moon does look very nice oh, today. The moon, the moon is beautiful. It the is way it lights first up. quarter. It is. Mm. Well, we can clearly see it because we are outside. Yeah. This crisp air, we can feel. It's a little cold. It's a little bird. Bird. It's a yeah. little cold. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Here's my question. Yeah. Why is that the thing? I've never once been outside and been like, bird. Like, you know what I mean? Like the sound or clutching yourself? Uh, the sound. I've clutched myself before. I think it's like a. Ooh. I don't know. I've never uh, said bird out loud. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, cats don't say meow. Like, they don't say yeah, meow. Yeah. But it's kind of like a meow. Meow. <laughs> like My cat meow. doesn't say meow. Well, your cat sounds your like, ah! Yeah, yeah, like, she does. Like a chain smoker. Yeah. She is. She's been chain smoking cigarettes for 40 years, but she's over it. Okay. Good so for her. I'm glad not to bring up my cat again. That she's I moving mean, on Okay, sorry. Oh my god, I never wanted to say that on the podcast, but I just did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. It's okay. It. Well, take it out and edit it. <laughs> quote unquote, edited this out. <laughs> just like in the first episode, how we quote unquote edited out the curse words. <laughs> <laughs> we did do that. Uh, for legal reasons, that is what we did. Accurate. Yes. <laughs> Lawyers. We took out every curse word. We've never done anything wrong in our whole lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not one. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Olivia, so, <laughs> Olivia, we were planning on, Olivia and I were going to plan on having this little story to tell you guys. Yeah, our theme is kind of about storytelling yeah, today. A little again, bit. Again, mm-hmm. um, we, we left it off in Beta's episode and we're just picking the ball right back yeah, up. Yeah, we're gonna, today we're gonna talk about some actual real stories. And Olivia and I had a little moment when we were eating dinner one day, a long time ago, <laughs> long as in September. Yeah. Um, when... This was a century ago. A century ago. Which we'll, we'll go into yes, yes, why yes, we're yes, doing yes, that voice. Yes. So, um, we, I was drinking a Schweppes, and for some reason Olivia said, oh, Mr. Schweppes. And then I said, that's Mrs. Schweppes to you. And we started dying <laughs> of laughter. Okay. <laughs> And then we started making this character of who Mrs. Schweppes was. The soda can turned into posh British lady. Yes. Mm. And her life is incredible. She is an icon. And we love her so much that we want to tell you guys about Mrs. Schweppes. 
Um, okay, so I guess because you're our guest, you want to, like, start? Okay, I'll start us, I'll read, like, I, I do want to say, we had a story that we were going to write about Mrs. Charles, oh. but then we ran out of time. And we, we started the screenplay. Yeah, yeah we do have a true form. Yeah, we do have a story to tell about <laughs> Mrs. Schweppes, the soda can turned person. We do. But, well, first we want to introduce you guys to Mrs. Schweppes. Okay, so we have some, some fun facts about Mrs. Schweppes. Yeah. Um... Her name is Ginger Swept. That's Schweppes. her full name. Her full name. That's Ginger Swept. Do you That's Mrs. Sh- that, well, <laughs> it's Mrs. Mrs. Schweppes. Do you know? That's a catchphrase. Emma, Emma's Emma not doesn't weird. think it's as funny as we do. <laughs> I like the voice the most. That's Mrs. Yeah. Schweppes. To you, darling. I just, I'm reading, they have this over that page, and I'm reading all these tiny, tiny little facts about Mrs. Schweppes. And today I've come up with a for this week, instead of, not to call you out, so instead of doing their homework. No, 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 I was totally, de- look, I For legal reasons, that is a joke. <laughs> Zoe always does her work on time. She's very, she's never once I've never once seen mm. Zoe in a haste to get her work done, sit down on the floor, okay. and furiously. Okay, but. okay, okay, this is going a little bit too far. <laughs> okay. Anyway, there's a lot of detailed facts about Mrs. Schmidt yeah, that yeah, I yeah. do. Oh good, oh good. Her birthday is September twenty eighth. Yeah, because that's when we day we created. We we birthed Mrs. Schweppes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Mm. she's sixty seven years old. She she looks a lot younger. Yeah, she looks a lot younger than she actually is. She's sixty seven. Yeah. Um, she was born in Manchester. No, she looks like an older lady, but she doesn't look sixty seven. Yeah, maybe like in her fifties. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's born in Manchester, England. Manchester, Manchester. yes. She is 5'4". And this was after some contentious debate. Yeah, we had a debate about um, how I think Mrs. Schwab is a tall lady, but... No, 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 no. always like, she's... The can she's is short. Average. No, I feel like she'd be like 5'9". No, no. That's what I thought. No, 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 See, no, 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 no. She's a, I feel like she's a little buxom. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, no, she is buxom. Like a Meryl <laughs> Streep kind of vibe. Meryl Streep is smart. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm... Like, you know what I mean? I was thinking like, about, because she's or maybe a soda can, maybe she can grow and stretch like Elastic Girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now she has... But she's also a soda can. She's a soda can. Okay, let me say why she's short, okay? The can is short. Okay, well, the can is also not 67 years old. The can is from the 1700s. That's so, the she's aged. <laughs> <laughs> she's aged. But we've um, decided that she's five foot four. She's five four, and she's a curvy queen. She's a curvy queen. She is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, her hair, it's, she has white hair, but she likes to dye it blonde. Yeah, it's like one of those weird, really weird kinds of blondes. Like, mm-hmm. like Joan Cusack in the Adams Family Values movie. I don't. I I do not. I don't know. I don't. Pull up a a picture real quick. I'm not very cultured, as they say. Um, she she has reading glasses. Yeah, she only uses them to read. She should use them to drive, but she doesn't drive. She She rides a bike everywhere. She doesn't. Oh, like a. Oh yeah! If those who can't see, it's kind of like a Joan Cusack in the Adams Family. Yeah. Everybody else knows, but she looks okay. so young. Okay, sorry. Um, let's see. She Zoe insists she wears eighteen nineties clothing bustles. Yeah, she's got like the crazy like which I agree. Yeah, like older eighteen hundred like eighteen hundreds uh, clothing. She's got the big bustle in the background. You know, it looks really good when she's riding on her bike. Her mm. her catchphrase, <laughs> of course, is. That's Mrs. Mrs. Schweppes to you, darling. 
That's that's the line. That's the line. That's Mrs. Schweppes to you. Sometimes <laughs> she says it really fast. Yes, yes. You don't want to do the fast version? That's Mrs. Schweppes to you, darling. You just want somebody just quickly calls her ginger. What's that when she's riding Cosmo on her bicycle and <laughs> just to get it out really fast? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. That's exactly She's riding ginger. <laughs> and then she was that's me she tricks you now. Why does she have like a little umbrella for some reason in my mind? Oh, like, like, she definitely no, does. She hundred percent does. She definitely has a little Oh my purse. Purse. Is that what's called? Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Oh she likes her skirts and her little feet. Like <laughs> yes. I love that. Um, oh. um also oh, she we... likes taking trips to government buildings like post offices <laughs> oh, or libraries. Oh. <laughs> Um, she um is a is a devout Catholic. Yeah. Oh. Um, which we just decided tonight. <laughs> We're still not sure. She's either a devout Catholic or like an atheist. Yeah. But one of one or the other. Yeah. She she's a feminist, but but you wouldn't expect it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can't quite tell right. whether or not she'd be it's okay like, with Brexit. It's like your history oh. teacher that like you you don't know. She's really strict, and you're like, I can't tell if you're like deep down nice. Or if you are as you say you are, like you're just like awful, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. She, you don't know about that. Um, her her vices. We have some vices. She is a smoker. She's a smoker. Sadly, does she have one of those like cigarette holders? She's got so the it's long, long cigarette holder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. There's no way that she's gonna touch the cigarette to her fingers. No well, way. She's wearing gloves, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Does she wear gloves? <laughs> she wears the long, up to the elbow yeah. gloves. Mm. They've got the little lace on the bottom. I, I feel like she just has long sleeves and then little gloves. No, you're right, because she wears 1890s yeah. clothing, which goes down to the wrist. I you're know. absolutely right. I know a lot about historical fashion. That's what, that's my YouTube, that's my YouTube vice. Anyhow, yeah, it's her mm. other vice. Um, she's competitive, and she's overly critical, especially when it comes to manners. Yes. Dinner table. She will call you out. She will. If your elbows are on the table. Oh, sh it's over. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You're out of her No second chances. <laughs> Get your filthy balls off. Get your filthy balls <laughs> off the table. Right now. She, she doesn't like to cry. She doesn't like to show emotion. She's not a crier. And she, she's the oldest sibling. She doesn't like to talk about the other siblings. Oh, okay. oh this will be the last one that I, that I do. I'll pass it on to Zoe. Okay. Um, she has a pet. And it's yeah. this beautiful, white, fluffy cat. Uh, little, little pink nose. And its name is Duchess. Duchess. <laughs> Duchess. Get over here, Duchess. Duchess is like a doxy to me. <laughs> uh, I never had any children of my own. Okay, so I just want to start off with saying her past is unimportant. Let's move on. Like, okay. Let's move on. It's not important. It's not important. It's very unimportant. She has a close friendship with J uh, uh, no. What? Jane? Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. Yeah, she has a close friendship with Jane we'll Lynch. We'll get to Jane Lynch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She knows her personally. She knows Jane Lynch. Yeah. Okay. And also, she also knows many other celebrities. Emma, what is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's like just the woman from Glee, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Sylvester. So I don't know. <laughs> Does any other context here being like a gangly lady who's like loud and shouts at yeah. people? Yeah, yeah. Just, you would expect her to be with Jane Lynch. Yeah. Um, do they like hold hands or? No, they're just friends. You can really hold hands. Do they ride their bikes together? Do they ride their bikes together and misdress is just as fast as Jane Lynn on the bike? <laughs> <laughs> Even though Jane Lynn has 
you know, her body's more made for sports. And so she's like, just on like a racing bike. And Mrs. Schwepps is all by those altering bikes with the big front wheel and the little back wheel. Like, I don't get the same also her personal trainer <gasps> but she also was a curvy queen so she well, yeah, was, she was no, no i know but she's like she's in, not into fitness maybe Jim well she rides her bike everywhere i i I don't think that I, don't, I think it'd be a really nice. Okay. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. She would take like a trolley. She likes to. She likes to partake. Yeah. How do you, you guys know? think that she doesn't her... really like to like lift weights, but she'll go for a dip in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. With her yeah. with her cap on, you know. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes. Um. Okay. I also want to point out that I think that Mrs. Schweppes has big hats with lots of feathers. Oh, for oh, sure. Of course. For sure. For she sure. Big old peacock. Yeah. And she calls it her riding. Her riding. Hat. And like snuff the words. Yes, my riding yes. hat, darling. This has a full sparrow on it. Yes. <laughs> I found this one on. No, she's an elegant lady. She would never. No, a Duchess killed it and brought it to me. Oh, <laughs> stop. It was a gift. It was a gift. It's from Duchess. It's for my daughter. celebrity she's known. She's had many relationships in her life. Mm -hmm. She's also had many previous husbands. No. Remember our story we made. She was married to a man. Something went wrong and after that started dating all of these famous celebrities. Mm -hmm. Here's her count. Sean Connery, Colin Firth, John Stamos, James Dean, and her favorite of all of them, Marlon Brando. Oh. Yeah. She's a woman of taste. Now, she didn't find Marlon Brando when he was in his prime. Not it was like, right after The Godfather. Uh, right after The Godfather. She oh. was like, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, was he in a streetcar named Desire? Is that the I think that's... I don't know. We're trying to figure him out. I don't... Hold on. We don't have our laptops. I thought that you? was James Dean. Oh, it might, sure. it might be. What's his name again? They're both Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. He was in a Caesar movie as well. Something. I don't know. Oh my God. I know he wasn't a streetcar designer. Okay. I couldn't. De- I couldn't tell. They're both attractive white men. They're just, <laughs> just guys. Just guys. Just guys. Yes. Just guys being dudes. Just, just, just guys, guys. Just two dudes being guys. Anyhow. Anyway. Mrs. Schwips. Mrs. Schwips. <laughs> Sorry. No, go ahead. On? So she likes musicals. She sees a play, a musical. She gives to the after every ch- after she goes to church. And music. Oh, so a matinee lady. Yes. So my childhood, basically. Yes. Oh, I never went to. I've only been to a few musicals in my life. Nope. I guess that's okay. Anyway. Well, it was like a special occasion kind of thing, yes. but we would go on Sunday afternoons. Mm. She's never said this out loud, but music is her religion. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Honestly, same. How does she feel about Lady Gaga? I don't think she knows pop artists. Yeah, she. Oh, just, I think she just kind of keeps to herself. Because everybody else, I think, I think Jane Lynch tries to talk to her about yeah, popular I think things, Jane Lynch and she's like, darling, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I'm doing my own stuff. 
I go my own way. My own dance. My way. She's like, I also think we need to talk about her. She's like a successful businesswoman. Oh, she, yeah, yeah, big time. We don't know what she does. Mm-hmm. She's a secret, darling. She's a secret. She's clearly the Could owner be. of the Schwab's brand. <laughs> Duh. You don't know You don't that. know that for sure. sure. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not guaranteed. You can never be sure. <laughs> Has an addiction to anything? Cigarettes? Cigarettes. Oh, for sure. Sorry. That's my vice, darling. That's my vice, darling, and I'm keeping it. And men. <laughs> and men. And men. <gasps> they always disappoint, but I always come running back. <laughs> oh. Oh, what's that share quote? I think that she would live by it. Oh. 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 I like men, but I don't need them. <laughs> I don't need them. It's something like that. Yeah. Like the truth or something. Yeah. That's Mrs. Schweppes. That's Mrs. Schweppes. She doesn't like rats. Just like, I am afraid of worms. Oh. (laughs) We're not going to go into it. (laughs) Yeah, we won't. I'll just get mad if we go into it. (laughs) Um, So she doesn't like rats, and she has a visceral reaction to them. But she also, like, doesn't scream, because she's not like that. She doesn't express her emotions. So she just goes like, ooh, you know? Yeah. I feel like she gets mad. Like, yeah, she gets, racket. like, upset, but she doesn't, like, go, like, oh, my God. I feel like she's, like, not in my house. Not in my house. Not in my house. Sprawly, man. Yeah. Um, she, her favorite day of the week is Sunday, because she's a devout Catholic. Mm. <laughs> and she gets to go to the theater. She gets, to go to, she gets to go to the theater, and music is her religion. religion. That sounds like a shirt that you'd get a hot top. I feel like, hot topic. Yeah. Music <laughs> is my religion. Like I feel like I had that shirt. I feel like that's like a rock band song, like a, a song by a rock band. Like yeah, a, like a Santa. Music is my religion. That's my song. <laughs> okay, um, and then she also loves ginger ale. Well, what? Are we surprised? No, no. Okay. She also drinks red wine. Okay. Dry red wine. Dry red wine. The oldest. The older the better. Yeah, the older the better. She's a fine lady. You can't give her the bad she stuff. She has like a big glass and she like swishes it around. Yeah. She's like, this is so red. I think that her, is her life bright? <laughs> what? Bright? Because <laughs> the can is like green. Like, is she dressed in, like, darker clothing? I, thought, I always picture darker? her wearing darker clothing. Yeah, I feel like she, when that first husband died, she was just like, it's black from even <gasps> here on. Oh. But that's also the past she doesn't talk about, so unfortunately- Well, people bring it up, and the thing unfortunately, is- Unfortunately, Emma, we can't disclose that information. 
So she also, I think we're nearing the end of our fun facts. That's true. Also, just to leave it off, uh, we looked at a like a, a questionnaire of like character uh, questions. Yeah, character development questions. And it asked, who is their her, their hero? Who is their personal hero? And the answer is herself. Herself. It's moving, moving on. Moving on. Okay, so we had a whole story about yeah. Earthland. Yeah, we're gonna do like a little short version of it. Okay, so we're gonna tell you the story. Um, because, oh my god, we had like a whole play planned out for it. But we, yeah. our schedules did not align. It's, it's that time. <laughs> it's yeah. busy. So, okay. We're gonna set up our characters. First off, um, we, the set is, um, uh, like a guest, like a guest host show. And the host of the show is Jane Lynch. Mm-hmm. The show Hello. is, oh, the, the other characters are Mrs. Schweppes and Mr. Bubbly. Mr. Bubbly? You know the soda can, Bubbly? That's her rival. The one from Emerson Dining Hall? Yeah. Yeah. The Emerson Dining Hall? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, okay? There's have... hair on the floor. Oh. <laughs> I mean, on the step. On the step. Oh, look, the it's s- embarrassing. On the step, yeah. Oh. Okay, oh, so. I got out here. Yeah, yeah. flew out in the wind. Um, <laughs> like a tumbleweed. <laughs> like a tumble- yeah, there's a big yeah, tumbleweed. Tell me the story. Okay, okay. Okay, let's go. So, we're on the show. So, it's the, the, the soda, Mr. Bubbly. That's her, that's her foe. Okay. And so, we're on the show. F off with Jane Lynch. With Jane Lynch. That's the show name. Um, Sorry. Okay, so we had this whole thing about like, so Jane Lynch ran this like TV show, kind of like James Corden or Stephen Colbert or something that was like, F off with Jane Lynch. F off, Jane you know? Lynch. Yes. Kind of like very Jane Lynch style. And so her guest that day was the Mrs. Mrs. Schweppes. She was like, this is my close friend and uh, stuff. And she came on and she was like asking her questions and like chatting with her. And then how did Mrs. Shrups get there? She doesn't strike me as the kind of woman who flies. I feel like she takes oh. boats. When she, she takes trains. Mm. She takes trolleys. Okay. She takes horse-drawn carriages. Okay. Um, but Jane Lynch had- like flew her out, yeah. especially on first class. I first mean, class. She had to be persuaded. She has to take own. some, what do you call it? The thing, oh. Melatonin. melatonin. I thought you were going to say, like, Xanax or something. Well, maybe she did. Maybe she took the melatonin and passed out. So she was flown out there, okay? Mm -hmm. And then she was like, you know, Mrs. Schweppes, while they were were talking, she was like, Mrs. Schweppes, I heard that you have a rivalry with Mr. Bubbly. Mr. Bubbly. Mr. Bubbly. And she was like, yes, I do. Funny you should ask. Funny you should ask. Yes, I do. She was like, man, that sounds so interesting. What's going on? And she was like, well, she's about to start. And then all of a sudden, she's like, wait, we have someone who wants to see you, Mrs. Schweppes. And then suddenly the curtains open, and there he is, Mr. Bubbly. Why would Jane Lynch do this to her friend? She wants to clear the air, I guess. Yeah. It also makes for good TV. Yeah. She's all about the ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They had a heated argument afterward. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, do you want to say anything? I, I feel like I'm taking your thunder. Oh, it's okay. Let me, um, where- So Mr. Oh, Bubbly comes out. Oh my out. goodness. This is the whole plan. Okay. Where, oh, Mr. Bubbly comes out. Yeah. And, um, he's very friendly. He's a, he's a very friendly man. And Mrs. Schweppes instantly 
just gets into a, a verbal altercation. They immediately jump up and start fighting. With Mr. Bubbly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bubbly is accused of stealing her pearls. Her Mr. Pearls. Schweppes' precious pearls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He's got a jaws opener now. <laughs> can't believe jaws it. jaws on the floor. On like the floor. Just picked it up. Picked it up. Um, not the pearl. Jane Lynch. Not the pearls. The show just be, turns into Judge Jane. It immediately goes into Judge She's Jane. got like a costume on. She's yeah. ready. Pound, she pound. knew. Yeah. She knew. In a you case, know, I'm gonna say it. I'm not sure Jane Lynch is a great friend. <laughs> I mean, she seems to be exploiting her. She kind of is. Yeah. But do you think Mrs. Schweppes is a good friend? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. By all means, no, darling. You put your elbows on the table, you're gone. You're gone. Gone Bro. from her life. I don't know. They have a complicated relationship. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Bubbly. Um. The the case against Mr. Bubbly begins, and um. Mr. Schweppes is, is the prosecution. She says, Mr. Bubbly stole my pearls ten years ago, and he's holding a crutch. And she and Mr. Bubbly used to be friends. And she noticed one day. Or were they more than friends? Or were they more No, they were just friends. They were just friends. They were just friends. I just want to tell everybody, who's that guy that we compared Mr. Bubbly Jack to? Jack McBrayer from 30 Rock. Yes. Uh, he, you're looking at me like you don't know who that is. You, if you look at him, you will know. Would Wreck-It Ralph? Yes. 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 He's like a very southern, hospitable kind of... So he's kind of got... Vibe. Yeah. He's got that, got that toxic friendly vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, like infectious. That's what I meant to say. Infectious. Um, she noticed one day that her pearls were missing and that her husband didn't know where they went. And then when she visited Mr. Bubbly, she found her pearls sitting on his nightstand. And he must have stolen them. Must have stolen them, Emma. And Mr. Bubbly says that he heard they were a little dirty and he asked Mr. Schweppes if he could help Mrs. Schweppes. I think my little outline there is a little all over the place because we were still trying to decide when we wrote it. So what happened with Mr. Bubbly Bubbly. was that apparently Mr. Schweppes went to him and he was like, look, Valentine's Day is coming oh, up. Oh, right. I there are right. these pearls mm-hmm. that I got my wife when I uh, proposed to her. I got Mrs. Shrups these pearls. And they're a little dirty, so I kind of want you to clean them because Mr. Bub- Mr. Bubbly claims that he's a pearl enthusiast and that he mm. can clean them. Oh. And so he's like, right. so he gave them to me to clean. And it was a little thing. Late. Yeah. And so it was a little late, Valentine's Day passed, and he still hadn't cleaned them. And so then was, when Mrs. Schweppes went over to his house, they just still happened to be there. Right. So that's kind of the... Yeah. Yeah. So then Mrs. Schweppes argues that she had never seen Mr. Bubbly restore pearls before. And she was like, that's not a coincidence, darling. That's not. Yes. Um, but Mr. Bubbly says that he was bullied in high school for cleaning pearls, which, like, he obviously made up. (laughs) Um, So he always keeps it private. And Jane Lynch ends up questioning, and she says whether or not Mr. Bubbly meant it meticulously, he still stole the pearls, so obviously he is guilty. Yes. Yes. So even though he didn't have malicious intent. You know the rest. You didn't write the rest, okay. but you know the rest. So even though the rest he didn't, is a little crazy. Yeah, it goes a little crazy. Off the wires. So even though he didn't have malicious intent, Mr. Bubbly still stole them hmm. without Mrs. Schweppes' uh, you know, permission. Permission. Mm-hmm. We don't love that. Yeah, we don't love that. We and don't. So what happened after 
we don't know what he was going to be sentenced to or whatever, or like what his punishment would be. But then, um, suddenly, mm-hmm. who burst through the door? None mm-hmm. other than Mr. Schwetz. Mr. Schwetz. Why did I think he had died? No. Uh-oh. They had been separated after 10 years. Yeah, because something, of this scandal. Something happened and they couldn't out. agree um, on what happened or whatever. They just, like, broke off. He, like, left one day. So Mr. Schweppes comes through the door, and he's like, wait, stop. Mm. Stop the sentencing. Stop. <laughs> and so, stop the sentence. Yeah, and then... They're like, oh my god, Mr. Schweppes, why are you here? After all this time. After all this time. And he's like, I gave the pearls to Mr. Bubbly Uh, to profess my undying love uh, to him. Oh, uh, fair. Mr. Bubbly's like, no, don't. You're going to get in trouble. (laughs) Zach, stop. You're going to get in trouble. (laughs) Zach, stop. Mr. Schweppes, obviously. He's going to murder him. Mrs. Schweppes then discovers on the court floor that her husband cheated on her. Cheated on her with Mr. Bubbly. That's pretty bad, Emma. That's pretty bad. <laughs> well, at least Mr. Bubbly isn't a bad guy. He's not That's a true. bad he's guy. He's a great person. But it's also not a good situation. No, it's very hard. Can't help but feel kind of bad for Mrs. Schweppes. Yeah. That's her husband. Yeah, that's her husband. And so then well, she's been separated from her ten years. Yeah, that's for true. a long time. So I don't know. Yeah, really, not a good yes. thing. And so, well, and well, so Mrs. Schweppes gets so mad um, that she turns into a soda can and then rolls out of, she, <laughs> she rolls out of the courtroom. <laughs> okay, this is where it gets a little crazy, okay? Yeah. She runs down as a little soda can. The cameraman like, is, like, following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, have you ever like, seen, yeah. Have you ever seen the Chef Boyardee commercial? Yes. yes. With the can oh, running yeah, down little streets after the boy? So it's kind of like that kind of scene. But Jane Lynch is taking But Jane Lynch, so Jane Lynch is like, no, my friend, she's turned, she's used her secret power. (laughs) She's turned into a soda can. And so she races through the streets of New York after her friend. all the sites. And everybody's like, whoa, that's a soda can. And so this is where we didn't really Is she like a regular size soda can? She's like the the Schweppes size. She's a Schweppes soda can. So she went from a full grown lady to a soda can that's like you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's her magical power. That's a hard thing to <laughs> chase down the streets of New York City. Yeah. Oh, for Assuming sure. Assuming they're a crowd. Jane Lynch has really good eyesight. Yeah, Mr. She's kind of like a hawk of a woman. Yeah, yeah, She is. She's a triathlon kind of person. Like, she yeah. kind of would be in a triathlon. I could see that. Well, she swims and bikes with the straps. Yes. So, yeah. For sure. Okay. And so she runs after her on the streets of New York. We didn't really create the rest. We yeah. kind of stopped. That's kind of yeah. Um, just she just, yeah, she just finds her and then she transforms back into a soda, like into a person and they make up and then they're friends for the rest of time. Yes. And Mr. Schweppes and Mr. Bubbly get together and live a long, happy life. Yeah. So that was kind We're of our purple and That's green Mr. Schweppes. That's we spent a pretty long time on Mr. Schweppes. This is like this has been a big chunk of our life. Oh yeah. We we've loved Mr. Schweppes. She she is quite the legend. Yeah, we kind of just wanted to put this in stone to tell everybody about our wonderful journey. Put this on journey. the set. Yeah. Put this on the put step. Put this out on the set. Carve it into the Mrs. Se- yeah. Mrs. Schweppes has um, tested positively so far oh. among yeah. our friends and family. My mom, like, m- mom, you might be listening right now. I don't know. Uh, or Let's after. hope. Let's hope. Yeah. But I know she really liked Mrs. Schweppes. Mm-hmm. She's a oh. big fan. Yeah. 
Yeah. That sounds nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so shall we move on to our next yes. segment? Sure, sure. What is our next segment? Okay. So <clears throat> let me this is this is a this is our big our kind of our grand finale. Kind of. I mean yeah. we'll probably chat for a little bit after, but mm -hmm. um so my senior year, I was in a creative writing class, and um, I, I had two English classes, so I had AP Lit and I had creative writing. Don't mm -hmm. know how I did it, but they were both really fun classes, so. Yeah. And um, I, it was the last, like, few months of school, like, quarter four, we were supposed to do, like, an internship, so it was, like, it was our last, like, big assignment, basically. Mm -hmm. and an internship for creative writing? For like in general, for like oh. our senior year. So like I went and interned like with second graders, like in a okay. classroom. Yeah. So it was like it was it was chill. Um, but in this creative writing class, we had an assignment to write a ten-page play, and um, it could be about literally anything we wanted. Um, and it could. Okay, sorry, we had a little break, but we're back. We're back. <laughs> a commercial break. A commercial, commercial break. break. Um, so I was thinking I was talking about the assignment. So we were assigned this this ten page play, mm -hmm. um, and it could be about anything we wanted. And she showed us some examples of years past. People went people went crazy with it. And I at the time was dealing with some grief. Mm -hmm. My dad had just died, oh. so I'm not to not to ruin the mood no, but, um i to explain that this play was basically like one of my coping mechanisms or like if not like my only coping mechanism positive coping mechanism yeah, at the time uh -huh. um so i was one day i was uh watching like vine compilations and there was this one vine where i don't know if you're not familiar with the song um pompeii by bastille yes but it was a poster of um Paul Blart Mall Cop movie poster. <laughs> of course. Uh -huh. And the guy goes, Paul, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, Paul, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, Paul, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Mall Cop. To the oh my god, it's not the perfect. Oh my god. Um so we I was I was inspired. I was inspired. Yeah. I was having some writer's block before that, and I was like, you know what? I am gonna write about Paul Blart. Um <laughs> this movie was part of my childhood, and um and it, it needs to be play. Yeah. And so I wrote this play and I think I wrote it took I don't know, it took me like maybe like a week or so. And I was like telling everyone about it because I was so excited. And what's really funny is my art teacher ended up like helping me create the main villain uh -huh. who we'll meet. And we ended up riffing for like every class, like for like three weeks on this play. Shout out to Nate Nottingham if you're listening. Um, you're you're the best best teacher um and i just like i went all out um uh, <laughs> okay, sorry that was my good yeah i had to pee really quick i've been holding and i'm drinking a lot of water a lot of agua oh. if you will um and my bladder was at maximum capacity well you gotta so, take care of yourself so i'm proud of you yes uh, zoe <laughs> drinks a lot of water I do drink and so water. that has inspired me to also drink a lot of water so i'm yes Olivia was talking before I started with Liam. Oh, it's so, so, totally okay. Um, so this play is near and dear to my heart, and we are going to do a dramatic reading. Of yes, we're going to. Yes, we are. A reenactment. So, um, so our little cast of characters. Um, can I introduce? Can we go? Yes. Can I? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I will be playing Zach. Should I read his description? Yes. A uh, 20-year-old, pretentious, journalism-slash-film student at Northeastern. 
good and loyal friend to Josh, uptight, selfish, and controlling, has recently started interning at a Boston radio station and thinks he's hot stuff, doesn't like to joke around. Love it. So I will be playing Josh. So, so Josh is, I'm going to be playing Josh. Um, I'm going to be taking on a couple roles because we have multiple characters, mm. only three people. <laughs> um, also, a 20-year-old student at Northeastern. He's easygoing, yet complacent in going along with things he doesn't necessarily believe in. He loves playing on the basketball team. And I will be Kevin James, apparently. Mm. He's the jolly actor we all know and love. He starred in the 2009 smash hit, Paul Blart Mallcap. Uh, tends to be the center of attention, but grateful for moments of calmness. Afraid of his quote-unquote crazy fans, which are usually not too bad, except when they're not. Mm. Mm. And, or the when they're not, is uh, going to also be played by me, Booth Guy. He is the, the villain. The teenage theater employee who only got this job to be in the mall where Mall Cop was filmed. Mm. Very loud and bombastic. He's a Paul Blart slash Kevin James stalker and super fan. We'll do anything for him. He doesn't know when to quit. And he's also very into math and statistics. Yes, of course. So I'll also be reading our narration because <clears throat> I wrote it. Um, setting. It's 2009 at the Burlington Mall AMC Movie Theater. Josh and Zach are good friends and sophomores at Northeastern. They're going to a midnight showing of Avatar. The one with the blue people. The blue people? Not, not, the, okay. not the cartoon. I was going to say. The blue people. Uh, they're currently... <laughs> The one that's like an allegory, but like, why would you say the plan? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Currently getting popcorn. I'm excited. Sorry, that's not a line. Should okay. I? Here's a question. Here's a question for our read, because we're about to start, like, the, the dialogue. Mm. Should I say, Josh, you want butter on that or not? Or should I just go, you want butter on that or not? Mm, yeah. No, we should, no, no, no. Don't um, say the name, because then it sounds like you're saying, Josh, comma, you yeah. want. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so again, you, yes. Emma, are I'm Zach. Zach. And... Olivia is both Josh and Booth Guy. But the voices will be very different. You'll Booth Guy has a different well. voice. Okay. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Josh is basically just my normal voice. Okay. You want butter on it or not? You know the butter isn't even butter, right? It's canola oil. Gross. I know, right? To the cashier. We'll just keep it plain, please. I'll just be the cashier. Uh, that'll be six forty nine. Zach grabs $3 from Josh and hands it to the cashier. Josh shies and shakes his head. Here you go. She hands the popcorn to Josh, and the two walk off. Josh, chugging his phone. Shit, man. It's 11.59. I don't want to miss Avatar. Avatar! <clears throat> Zach, walking into the first theater on the right, focusing on not spilling the huge bag of popcorn. There's always the previews. They take so damn long. They look around. No one is in the theater. They sit down. Huh. Looks like we left out. This is weird, though. I mean, it's Avatar. It's had the biggest opening weekend ever. The special effects are sick. The plot seems interesting. Well-developed characters. I could go on. Everyone should be here. I mean, just accept it. By the way, how's the radio internship going? You started Monday, right? The lights dim. It's the, uh... There's a loud bang at the door. I'll tell you later. Uh... A cough is faintly heard from the door area, or curtain area in a production. Sounds of a microphone screeching are heard. Josh and Zach are startled and turn to look at each other in confusion as a mic'd voice speaks behind the wall, unable to be seen. 
Hello, everyone. You are the lucky ones. You're really in for a treat tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because this very mall is where the movie you were about to see was filmed. And if I pick the, the lucky number on the bottom of one of the hundreds of seats here tonight, you will win a personalized tour of the mall with me tomorrow. It's a one of the it's a once in a lifetime experience. <laughs> okay, now woo. Okay, breathe. Oh no, is this still on? Footsteps I heard. Josh whispering. Dude, what the hell is happening right now? I thought we were an avatar. Who knows? There's gotta be a reason for this crap. Looking down, becoming visible to Josh and Zach. That's right. It's me, Kevin James. And welcome to my movie, Paul Blart Mall Cop. I'm so excited to have you here tonight. Oh. Uh, loudly voice echoing. Holy crap, it's Kevin James! <laughs> Shake Zach, who looks pretty shocked. Wow, empty house. <laughs> I mean, you two are the only ones who bothered to show up to support me. Geez, I thought I'd hit rock bottom, but this honestly, that's the one speck of hope I need. Uh, you two win the tour. Congrats. What, what are you doing here? This is supposed to be Avatar. So you guys don't even want to be here? The movie, Paul Blart Mall Call, starts playing in the background. I do. I mean, we do. We definitely want to see your movie, Mr. Blart. Will you watch it with us here? You need to pick me up, I bet. Here, take some of my popcorn. Josh! You mean the popcorn? No, 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 stupid. I'm gonna find a way out of this little promotional stunt with a D-list actor. Wow. Stop acting like you want to hang out with him just to be polite. You don't have to do this. Talk to him, distract him. I'll go find the avatar and text you and you can sneak out too. He walks to the door, but KJ, Kevin James, walks up to Josh and plunks down. So, uh, what's up with this scene? Offstage. Uh, it's locked! Loud banging. <laughs> oh, of course! Of course this! Of course me! Ugh. Dude, what? This can't happen again! Again? I guess we'll be spending, uh, I guess we'll be spending a lot of time together here. Might as well learn your names. Well, I'm Josh. I'm Zach. Listen, man, I don't think we need to be best friends here. Just looking for a way out. Can one of you call someone? My phone's dead. Josh pulling out phone. Great. No signal. God damn it, Josh. Looking at Kevin James. What about you, big guy? Kevin uh, James struggles and checks his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, fellas. And letting out an exasperated sigh. I just wanted to see Avatar. Now it's like what? 1220 and I'm stuck here with you two idiots? Putting a hand to a temple. This night can't get any worse. How about we just wait it out until morning comes and someone lets us out? I could use some time away from my crazy fans. Yeah, it's not like Zach here is one of those. <laughs> You'll have nothing to worry about, rolls eyes. Josh, don't act like I'm the bad guy. If anything, he is doing this, pulling this dumb stunt. Turning to Kevin James. You're the one that probably locked us in just so that someone would be forced to watch your pathetic movie. You know what's sad? This is the mall I go to once a week at least. And I never know about the filming. No one does. Okay. Ouch. Mysterious voice coming up from the back, up in the protection booth. You've disrespected him for the last time! 
oh my god who are you it doesn't matter who i am if you keep talking i'm gonna have to restart the movie what if what, what does it matter to you if we talk can you just let us out of here? no i mean no you see i can't mr james here is one of the greatest actors of all time I can't do that. I can't let you forego this experience. I mean, it should be me down there, but let's forget that. This, this is special. It's my duty as the official booth guy of this theater to never let you disrespect this miracle of a movie. It's a masterpiece, and you are going to watch it and like it, mister. Whoa, um, how have you already seen this? I mean, we're in the midnight showing. <laughs> I may have used some illegal methods. <laughs> wow. Wow is right. All right, ignoring that, what other escape methods we got? Josh? Too late talking! I gotta restart it now! Booth guy restarts the movie. <laughs> oh my god! Sinks into Sharon and sighs. Now, what the hell are we gonna do with this maniac controlling us? Hey! Josh shakes head. How about we, I don't know, just shut up and watch the movie? Avatar's definitely started by now in another theater. Even if we did make it out, we would still be missing a lot. Let's try to just enjoy ourselves. Fine. Fine. Ah, this is entertaining. <laughs> a bromance is a stewing. I'm gonna go get a little snack for myself on his way out. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. A minute goes by and Josh contently watches the movie, but looks a bit antsy as he fidgets with his hoodie strings. Kevin James is next to him, quietly trying to reach into the popcorn bucket. Looks a little uncomfortable as he glances back to see if Booth Guy is still there. Zach sighs loudly and slumps deep into the chair. <sighs> is that it? Are we actually gonna take this? We're being held hostage. Is none of this registering for you people? I mean, it's actually really nice to just sit around and relax for once. I don't, I don't get that a lot. What did you do before this? I mean, it's, it's pretty rough being a celebrity, I bet. I couldn't do it. Well, let's see. I had a radio interview this afternoon. It was not, not the best. Shit. Oh yeah? What happened? Well, I had this quite rude interviewer. He kind of made a joke of me and told me to lay off the double-dipped granola bars when he saw me take one out. It hurt, man. So later on, he asked me a question about a certain scene, and I made a fart joke, an innocent fart joke, just to see how he'd react. <laughs> Grind his gears a little, you know? It's almost my brand at this point, I think. I didn't think it'd be that bad, but this, this little jerk decides to just transfer me to a different host. He quit in the middle of a professional radio interview. You just can't do that to someone. Oh, that blows. That guy sounds like a real jerk. He, he was. He just left me on the deadline alone for like a whole minute. I was still on air. Now, I know I'm an actor, but that's too far. I just had to sit there. I just had to sit in there and improv during this live radio show. The world's a crazy place. I haven't even been paid yet, and the radio show hasn't reached out. God, my life is so pathetic. Dude, I would have just hung up at that point. See, I would, but that would screw over the station itself. The sound guy would probably get fired or spoken to, not the interviewer. Where was this? Boston, 92.9. Hmm. Josh looking suspiciously to Zach. Who's beat red? Zach? Thoughts? Uh -huh. uh, 
wacky, weird, weird stuff. Are you sure about that? What would you have done, Josh? I had no choice. This guy gets in here, acting all silly, and smoke with his fart jokes. How am I supposed to let that go? It's a fart joke. Gets up, throws his hands in the air. A fart joke? How infantile. I'm a real industry professional. Kinda. God, I can't, I can't a guy get a break. An awkward pause. Wow. Okay, so, so it was, it was you? Yeah, no shit, it was me. First interview. So why'd you do it? It was a stressful day. That's not, why'd you really do it? What am I supposed to tell you? Listen, that internship has been my dream since I was a freshman in high school. I don't like to joke around. I wanted a serious actor to interview, and then they gave me you. It was kind of embarrassing when you made that joke. I just wanted to be taken seriously by everyone. So I walked out. Again, ouch. Sorry, man, that, uh, that wasn't cool. You weren't the only one having a rough morning. I was assaulted earlier. Kid hugged me a bit too hard on my private tour of the Paul Revere house. I did not like that one one bit. Awkward pause, Josh Cobbs. I'm back, you miserable morons! How's my movie? Sit through enough of it yet? Oh boy, do I want answers. Holy shirt. This guy needs to stop popping up everywhere. What was that, buddy? Pal of mine? You just stirred me. That's our. The movie is wonderful, by the way. Thanks for asking. Great, great. Now, let's take a look at the scene here. <laughs> Such exquisite acting. Look at all those hand gestures. I could watch them all day. And his dancing? Who could master that 2007 Dance Dance Revolution game like you, Mr. Blart? God, no one. <laughs> God, you're so beautiful. What the fork? What he said. Slowly getting quieter and fading into the background. Well, 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 here we see Mr. Blood take a power stance and get ready to face those trucks up there. We see him looking to the right, left, and to the right, and ready to enter them all. Oh man, look at those facial expressions he's making there. Oh boy, that is really cool. An Oscar winning performance, honestly. No one can top it. I think we might have to rewind this later. Never thought I'd say this, but I think we need a hero right now. A mall hero. We need Paul Blart. Josh leaning over to the other side of Kevin James. What? I said we need a hero right now to break us out of here. We need Paul Blart. God, Josh, why, why do you always ruin a nice dramatic moment? What do you say, Mr. James? Police. Mr. James was my father's name. Call me Mr. Blart. I know of an airman around here that will get us to the food court. I mean, we did film here. Sometimes a guy's gotta get his secret food court session in. Now we have to do this right. Stay here. I have a plan. We see him dodge off stage. Josh and Zach look at each other worriedly as lots of banging is heard. I'm okay, I'm okay. Just a bit of a <laughs> tight squeeze here, okay? Hey, what's all that racket down there? You creeps! Best not be interrupting the best part. Might have to keep you around for the bloopers, too. <laughs> Haven't you even gotten a good look? Ugh, I haven't gotten a good look at those two, you two frat boys in training. It sure is dark. Or maybe you already are, uh, frat bros. What do I know? Zach nervously trying to think, standing up and facing the back booth. Yeah! 
you might have to keep this, you crazy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could come down here, make sure the doors are locked again. Well, maybe watch the ending down here with us. <laughs> Why would I ever do that now? My friend, I have the best seat in the house. Come on, man, just this once. Maybe you'll get to shake Kevin James's hand. Booth guy walking downstairs from the booth to the theater. Ah, oh, all right, you silly gooses. You have just about won me over. Doesn't mean you are off the hook, freaks. I have a little, little contract for Mr. James, you see. But first, pause the movie. Okay, now we're good. Where was I? Ah, yes, my little contract. Well, since this Paul Blart film is poised, polished, and ready for a smash hit at the box office, uh, he fails to realize the irony of the situation, it is evident that the world will need another hit of the Blart soon. <laughs> he's just our, <laughs> he's our lovable little friend, isn't he? Don't answer that, actually. You people don't seem to truly appreciate him at all. I've noticed. Don't think you've gotten away with your disrespect! Josh and Zach take a few steps back slowly and gulp as Booth Guy points at them furiously. I digress! Any hoodles, <laughs> Paul Bart Mall Cop 2 <laughs> is just around the corner, and I have a creative vision as a director. And we have a perfect actor here. It must happen. And I am not letting you out until this thing gets signed. You, pointing to Zach, in those pretentious shoes. You look like, you know, a thing or two about shooting a movie. Just my wild guess. Could be a big opportunity for you. You could bring this guy, too, I suppose, gesturing to, jo to Josh. What do you say? Booth guy has a sudden realization and his eyes widen as he steps back in almost trance-like fashion. Where is he? Josh playing along. Hmm, uh, come to think of it, where is he? Don't mess with me. I know he escaped. Where is he? Looks like you were so caught up obsessing over an actor who doesn't even know you exist that you didn't even realize he was gone for like uh, a whole two minutes. And for someone on your level of creepy, that's a good while. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> what was that now? You think this is all a game? Well, I've got my lawyers. I've got this whole mall figured out. <laughs> I'm just about ready to, you little punks think they can mess with. Suddenly, Kevin James appears dressed in his Paul Blart uniform and tackles Booth Guy, tasing him for good measure as he goes unconscious, screaming, hi-ya, the whole time. I'm sick of you, Booth Guy. Whatever your name is, I'm done. You've, <laughs> I'm so sorry. You've broken my jolly persona. I'm so sorry. For anybody who's wearing that Okay. Wait. I just screamed on the step. Yeah. Whoa. That was really intense. Okay. It was all in caps. Okay, back in character. Back in character. Whoa. <laughs> Booth guy is sprawled out on the floor. Kevin James takes the keys out of his belt loop. Safety never takes a holiday. Breathing heavily, looks down the booth guy, raises eyebrows. They all slowly start walking to the door or stage left. Hey, that's what you say in the movie. Yep. I guess I've really adapted the Blart persona. persona. <laughs> he's, he's part of me now, and I can't escape it. In a good way, though. Aw, oh, heck yeah! Looks down the booth guy, still unconscious on the carpet. Uh, um, we, should, we should call the authorities. 
Are you forgetting the crucial fact that our phones are dead? Oh, yeah. Bending over and grabbing the keys off this guy's belt loop, Kevin James. I think I got a solution, boys. Everyone's faces light up with huge smiles. At least to get us out. We'll have to deal with our little pal later. How about we get out of here, boys? Food on me? Wings sound good? It's two in the morning. How are we going to find an open wings place? All right, good point. We should break into a fast food place. I think we've done enough damage today. Check's phone. Hey, I think Wendy's is still open. Awesome, boys. By the way, y'all still down for the tour of the mall? You technically won, you know, eventually. Josh and Zach look to each other and nod. Although I wish I could say I'm not. After watching you tase that booth guy unconscious to get us out of a hostage situation, I am definitely down. The movie theater had me sign a contract. I'd have to do it, so you have no choice. You kind of have no choice. Hey, speaking of contracts, Zach nudges Josh hard in the arm. Actually, you know, about that, I'm thinking. I kind of liked getting to the to be Paul Plard again. Uh, truly. It was empowering. All that's messi- missing is the segue. If we ever did a sequel, I could get you two's apart as extras. Uh, doesn't pay too well, but I could use some buddies on set. Yeah, man. That sounds nice. Don't tell the guy, though. They all walk off laughing. It's a nice, wholesome ending. <laughs> the end. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Amen. Sorry for screaming. Yeah, I got you really into character. I was really I, I love this guy. Um, he was a character. He's a fun character. He's a wild guy. Oh, they always say the villains are like the richest characters. Mm-hmm. I think he is. I, a villain is good. I like a villain. Yeah. Um, what did y'all think? Yeah, I thought it was I wrote this impressed. three years ago, so I probably could redo it. But I like it. I like it as I a, thought it was silly, yeah. It yeah. Um, I also like the way that, like, creativity can help us cope with things we're going through. Mm. You know? About, like, I feel like that's whatever, whatever I create my weirdest characters or, like, weird things, you know? Or, mm. like, creative ideas. It's when I need to cope with things. And I think that that's when creativity is the best. Yes. To that. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Um... But this was a lovely time. I loved hearing your little stories. Do we want to say anything else? Like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, Emma. You were great, Zach. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You I really nailed the theater yeah, in was, high school. Oh, I can tell. Thank you. And I, I do miss tell. reading the script. Yeah. Acting. 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 Thank and you. Zoe, you were a fabulous Kevin James. Oh, thank I just you. wanted to say. Well, thank like you. you. You both really just nailed how I like heard them <laughs> because I would always try to do Kevin James and it wasn't quite right. Oh. And you put that like warm glow on Kevin James, well, and you really nailed the oh. scream. The oh, scream. thank the you. Scream. When he, I was when he, he swings down from the the yeah. rafters of the movie. Theater. I was ready to do the hee on. Yeah, I was gonna do the hee I kind of heard like Miss Piggy like doing it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anywho. But it was nice. It was a fun time. It's yeah. always a change of period. Yeah. Whenever I used to be in stuff, I always heard that cast as like somebody who was funny because she's dumb. Oh no! I was always cast as an old man. <laughs> I was an old lady with a cane in Beauty and the Beast. So oh yeah, this is that was in fifth grade. So. I was always like 
Juliet's dad or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <The dad. laughs> I don't know. You're a motherly like kind of person, yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, I was Juliet's mom, but then in uh, when we did Much Ado About Nothing, I was Beatrice's dad, and oh. I did not do a good job at all. Well, <laughs> was that like in high school? Or <laughs> was it yeah, it was in high school. I didn't do any theater in high school because our theater um department always put on these like three hour long like really inappropriate plays for high schoolers mm-hmm. they were really oddly specific like I forget some of the names but like just something you'd never heard it's so, like something some guy wrote for some pretentious festival in Great Britain like mm-hmm. you know um and they were they're always really just weird uh eccentric like he was a little yeah. off his rocker I guess <laughs> um my high school tried to do the year before I got involved did not, well, maybe two years, I don't know, did 1984, which wow. is kind of like a creepy, intense play. Yeah, that's, to be done by a bunch of 16 and 18-year-olds. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, and they did a lot of, like, fake punching, it was like a majority male cast, and they did, like, a lot of, like, fake punching and, like, intense stuff. Mm. I don't know. They were the kind of actors who could, like, grow facial hair, like, the kind of guys oh. in who would grow facial yeah, I don't know, specific breed, mm. you know mm. what I mean? Um, and so then we, after that happened, I think the school district was like, no. <laughs> and now we, we only did, like, dumb comedies. <laughs> uh, well, dumb comedy, I wish I did a dumb comedy in oh, my school. I wish. Yeah. This was a dumb comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you love a dumb comedy. Yeah, we never, I never got the chance to perform it in class, which I remember we were going to perform certain plays. Yeah. And we were practicing one day, and I got assigned, there's, there, there's a girl who... Basically, she wrote a play. She's kind of, she's kind of a valley girl. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not very. I don't know. The grammar wasn't really good. The dialogue was a little. Mm, I don't know. Not, mm-hmm. not her best work. Yeah. <laughs> I got cast as this girl who. Uh, it, it's an, it's a romance mm-hmm. in Paris, and I was cast as like the main character girl, and oh. she. But the the whole thing was was very strange because. Um, there was this whole scene where she gets really drunk and she throws up into a toilet and oh. um the, the the guy that she takes home because she like wants to have sex with him this is like high school class but we mm-hmm. were able to write whatever we wanted um like has to like pat her back and like we were trying to do the blocking and it was so awkward because it was this guy i'd never talked to before and he oh. was like one of the athletes oh and i i remember being so uncomfortable that i went to my dear teacher miss link and i was like um do we have to perform these? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Or is this, yeah, this is a little... And she was like, oh, it's okay. It was just like a fun thing that we had extra time for. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think we're going to do it. A yeah. lot of people aren't doing so well with this. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. So that saved me from having to um, be touched on the back by this this uh, <laughs> jock kid that, that I didn't really Probably know. Probably a really forceful pet as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, you know, it was it was a little awkward, a little uncomfy. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little no thanks, maybe. But if this if this play had been done in class, you know, it would have been kind of kind of crazy. Would have been a, yeah. I probably would have gotten my art teacher to play booth guy because you basically came up with booth guy. Oh, I got to give two of credit together. Yeah, we were just like art class was kind of just like chill, especially senior year because mm-hmm. I was just working on my AP portfolio mm-hmm. and. Um, you just come around and I'd be like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And we would just talk about Booth Guy mm-hmm. and make up lines for Booth Guy. Yeah. Like we did the one about how we, he said, you're talking, you've got to restart the movie. Like that whole line, mm-hmm. that whole thing. And my lethal contract and all of that. Oh, it was just like fun. Yeah. One time we wrote after, after this play, my art teacher and I wrote um, 
granted at this point we weren't doing anything in our class because our AP portfolios had already been turned in so mm -hmm. we had free time and we we literally made a storyboard I showed you Zoe yeah um it's a Paul Blart crossover with uh Ratatouille yes it oh. is yeah and we made the whole teaser trailer as a storyboard yeah, 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 yeah. um and the tagline is Rats all, folks. Oh, that's cute. Clever. Summer, it was supposed to come out in summer 2021. <laughs> so I oh, guess we'll be seeing That's what I mean. I guess we'll be seeing the There's fall still time. <laughs> crossover. Yeah, and the so. thing is, too, it's not um, it's not animated and it's not live action. It's a combo. It's like Alvin oh. Chipotle style. Paul oh, wow. is real, but Remy is animated. <laughs> and Remy, Paul Blart is like being controlled by Remy. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at his hat. Like on a Segway, yeah. Like, it's a whole thing. Okay. Rats all, folks. Rats um, all. Well, I love that. That's all cute. I guess we yeah. can say rats all, folks, now. Yeah, yeah. rats all, folks. <laughs> well, because it's kind of the end. My friend, I've loved having you on today. It's always a I pleasure well. to Thank hang you. out. And, um, yeah, I hope that y'all, as the audience, has also enjoyed our little time here. Um, it's always a pleasure to sit in front step, and um, we're excited for next week. Next week is our Halloween episode. Mm. Uh, we're gonna have Ooh. a girl from our house on named Jess. Jess. We love her. She's gonna tell spooky stories and Ooh. talk about tarot and like other Halloween fun stuff. Spooky it's gonna be a really fun episode, so y'all should tune in. Um, yeah. See you next week. That's all, folks.